0: The chryslets are in bed, and you know what I want to do? What's that? Happy anniversary! Oh my gosh! I almost forgot. I I can't believe it's been two years. But you really didn't need to get me a gift.
1: Christy, what are you talking about? We've been married for eight years.
0: Oh! Yeah! Of course! I I remembered our wedding anniversary. I, I mean... I mean... It's the two-year anniversary of our podcast.
1: Oh, wow. You're right. Uh, That kind of snuck up on me.
0: What should we do to celebrate?
1: Talk about comics?
0: Yes. I'm Christina Edelman. And I'm Chris Edelman. And this is Chris's on Infinite Earths.
1: The podcast where nothing will ever be the same.
0: Welcome, readers, to a very special anniversary episode of Chris's on Infinite Earths.
1: Yeah, to celebrate two years of podcasting,
0: we wanted to do something a little bit special. Uh, Especially since we totally missed our one-year anniversary due to uh, my, you know, birthing a child.
1: (laughs) So we put the call out to you all, the readers, uh, to send us your questions. We've got a very special AMA episode of Chris's lineup for you.
0: Everything you ever wanted to know about your very favorite podcasting couple will be found in this episode. Our first question comes from Juan Ortega, and Juan says, Hi, so far the DC events you guys have tackled have been really ponderous, continuity-heavy, self-important, boring ones. Are you guys planning on picking a fun DC event soon? I hear DC One Million is pretty great this time of year and of any year.
1: Well, I love DC 1 million, so I'd like to do it sooner rather than later. But I guess the reason why we are picking these DC events is all the really important ones are also these like really dense, heavy, like...
0: As as someone who's not very DC literate, uh, my response to this question is, wait, there's fun DC? Uh, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yes, I'd love to read them. Please become a patron and make us read them.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd love to read DC One Million. Uh, We're reading one soon that uh, is pretty fun um, in around August time, from what I understand. Maybe I'll read it and hate it, but I've I've heard it's pretty fun. And so we'll get to some good stuff. I guess a lot of the ones I'm just familiar with are like the really continuity heavy ones. I kind of liked Crisis, like bits of it. (laughs)
0: Bits of it were really tough, but I mean, there, there's fun bits to all the crossovers, yeah. even the, even the super ponderous, <laughs> continuity heavy ones. Thank um, you for
1: your question, Juan.
0: Mm-hmm. Our next uh, question comes from Chris Osborne from Play Comics Podcast. And he asks, what's your dream crossover that hasn't happened yet, but you really wanted to, and how you convince Leah Williams to write it?
1: Yes, he he added Leah Williams. (laughs) I don't know if Leah is allowed to take any sorts of idea pitches. I think that's a (laughs) no-no. So, Leah, do not listen to this podcast.
0: Or if you are listening, just, you know, like take your headphones off for a minute, turn your speakers off. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: because we know Leah listens to every single episode of this podcast.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Do you have a dream crossover? Have you thought this over?
0: So I think my dream crossover would be one that was only the women of Marvel. Oh. I don't care what the problem is. Maybe the problem is all the men are gone and they have a real debate about whether or not to bring them back. (laughs) We cut some sides.
1: It's like Civil War, except the Civil War should men actually be here? <laughs> It'd be great. Uh, and the yeses can't actually make that compelling, compelling of a point. They're like, what did the first Civil War get caused by? Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Chris?
1: I don't know. This is like agonizing for me because people ask me these sorts of questions because I'm known as the event guy. I'm actually a terrible event guy. I think there's 3 or 4 event comics going right now and I'm reading one of them. <laughs> so I'm I'm a terrible event guy.
0: I feel like us doing the really deep dives into events uh, is we're, we're we'll eventually re- reach the point that we'll have done like a very thorough meta-analysis of crossovers and have some pretty good generalizations about them. Like I feel like I'm getting to that point. Do you think you could write an event now? Um maybe we should just start with that that one project that we've talked about and haven't actually done. Do that first. Mm-hmm. I before we wrote an event crossover maybe start with like the basics of writing a small comic
1: i mean a comic book we could do a fanfic (laughs) but
2: i like it when all
1: the superheroes team up and there's not a lot of internal conflict i don't mind internal conflict in superheroes i just don't like it in events because i feel like it Mm -hmm. happens a ton, and I'm getting bored of it.
0: But you still haven't answered the question of your dream crossover. (laughs) At least give us the characters. Who would be in it? Would it be an X-Men crossover?
1: I think it would be something where the governments of Earth have finally decided to just, like, all make it so that mutants just didn't have a good spot. And for once, all of the rest of the superheroes stuck up for them.
0: Oh! Yeah. Cause it
1: seems like anytime the X-Men do something that is, that would, that makes the government mad, it's like the one time cap is a bad guy, is when he has to come and tell Cyclops to turn the music down. Or <laughs> <laughs> and by turn the music down, I mean like quit, you know, shooting sentinels. But A, anytime the government has sentinels, that's <laughs> awful. Like imagine, right? imagine if the US government made like, like r- hunter killer robots that target it's the target citizens of the U S and everybody just goes, well, I guess this is just the price we have to pay
0: <laughs> Right. <Fair. laughs> there that, that
1: occasionally do like even worse things.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it really doesn't make sense that, uh, there isn't more outrage on the part of the non mutant superheroes of Marvel.
1: Yeah. So I, I'd say that that is, that is kind of my dream crossover. All right, our next question is from Adam Reck, uh, at Arthur Stacey on Twitter. Are you supporters of the idea that protagonists can slash could get married, or are you firmly of the keep them, will they, won't they approach? I guess this is because we are comics premier married podcasting couple.
0: Yeah, I can't think of another married comics podcasting couple. That's, that's pretty niche. There's probably another one out there that we just haven't found yet.
1: Well, they are not they are uh, they you know they haven't hit that that critical mass of of <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. That critical mass of what? Around a, around 140 followers on Twitter.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's about how many, yeah.
0: Uh, um I I'm definitely not opposed to characters getting married. I don't think that every relationship in comics should end in marriage, because I think comics should be a reflection of real life, but with superpowers. Uh, but people in real life get married.
1: Yeah, and it's not like the end of your life right? Or your story.
0: Right, because, you know, unlike fairy tales, marriage isn't happily ever after. It is just like a brand new chapter.
1: Yeah, I think for some reason there's this issue with, like, Writers, and it was probably better in comics just because some relationships have endured, but it's like I feel like it's so prevalent in t v shows like once people get together, they just like cannot think of meaningful conflicts for them
0: and it, trust us, there's conflict after marriage,
1: nope, it's all sunshine <laughs> and roses. all we just do is uh we all we do is sit around a fountain, and our children just play in the fountain and we just eat we eat fruit. that's all we do, and it's great.
0: Okay, readers, this is definitely my fantasy that I have shared sitting in some idyllic location, a garden with fountains, trays of fruit, you know, platters, fans, may- maybe cabana boys fanning and the children are just splashing happily in the fountain. Nobody's sad. Nobody's upset. And the fruit is all delicious and perfectly ripe. And this is, this is my happy place that I go to. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't exist, so marriage doesn't mean that, right? Um, I
1: th- I like the will they won't they. I just if it never pays off, like what's the point in doing it? Or right, it either pays off or doesn't.
0: If Jim and Pam in the office never got together, that would have been like such a bummer.
1: In some ways, after they got together, it's such a bummer.
0: <laughs> they were adorable together.
1: Uh, I got a lot. I got a lot of thoughts about later Jim who. Oh definitely made a lot of sacrifices to get his sports writing job while Pam never actually really got to fulfill her dreams.
0: Oh, uh, well, conflict right there.
1: I suppose so. Right there. I'm sorry. I think after like I loved Jim while I was watching The Office and I was like 20 years old and now I'm like, man, Jim stinks. That's right. I'm saying it here first. I don't <laughs> like Jim Halpert with this. This is
0: not a visual medium. (laughs) You cannot make faces into the microphone.
1: They know. They know.
0: But yeah, I think we need more married couples. And it would be nice if it was like an enduring marriage that didn't just end in one of the people getting like killed off or like transported to a different time or like something tragic to end the marriage to move the story forward.
1: Like making a deal with Satan to erase your, your marriage altogether.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's a that's a Spider Man thing. Uh huh. So, yeah, I think I mean a marriage is just another kind of relationship in comics. So yeah, there should be more of them.
1: Yeah, or at least uh, they shouldn't. They shouldn't mean that you can't write interesting things. Right. Yeah. At play comics cast. Again, I asks another question. Mm-hmm. Many we, questions. We didn't.
0: We didn't tell you a limit no, we, on the number of questions. No, we did not of say limit on
1: questions. questions. What has been the happiest surprise so far doing the show?
0: I think the happiest surprise was probably getting to go to C two E two and hang out with friends we met on the internet because we started a podcast.
1: Yeah, I think that's got to be it. Um, it's like up there with that, and I think the acts of friendship crossover where we got to kind of get tight with a lot of podcasters and that's kind of opened up a few fun opportunities for us and just having a bunch of really cool professionals to talk about comics with and get to write with and kind of bounce off of and just be enthusiastic about.
0: So in a thousand percent it's the people we've met along the way.
1: Yeah I think that's it. I think that's even more fun than than kind of the Stuff we've come up with, although I absolutely love doing this podcast with you
0: yeah it's it's nice to have a project, something we do together
1: yeah it's it is uh it, if you if you just do your job, I, I feel like life is not always fulfilling. if you could if, if let's say I'm asking you a question now
0: oh question okay, all right Chris. all right, got it.
1: Let's say you and I could somehow make this like an incredibly lucrative thing. Would you prefer this to your day job?
0: i love teaching i love working with kids but i don't know that teaching necessarily can o- only happens within four walls of a classroom
1: oh now that that seems like a that seems like a leading statement
0: i mean maybe I, if i could still find ways to be a teacher or to be influential or important in kids lives i think That would be pretty key for me because there's a part of, I mean, the biggest part of my job is the fulfillment that I get from shaping lives. I don't know. That sounds really corny, but I certainly don't do it for the money.
1: (laughs) Definitely not. All right. Uh,
0: Our next question uh, from Xavier Files, that is definitely his name. Xavier Files, last name Files. Oh, I
1: always said Felice. This is going to be awkward. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) At Xavier Files on Twitter says, how many event tie-ins is too many? So I think this question has some some stipulations to it. It depends on how integral the tie-ins are to the main story.
1: Yeah, I think you can have as many tie-ins as you want as long as it doesn't mess with me just being able to opt in or out of however much of it I want.
0: Right, right. Like, I, th- I think the best tie-ins are the ones that you can choose to read because you really enjoy those characters uh, and it's just really fulfilling to you, uh, but they're not required
1: yeah, I liked the Infinity Event that Jonathan Hickman did as part of his Avengers New Avengers run, but I did at the time I was not getting Avengers or New Avengers, mm-hmm. and it I, I didn't realize that I was supposed to be reading them because I thought they were just like opt in opt out tie ins, and they kind of weren't. And regardless of how the quality of that event, that kind of drove me a little bonkers because I I think you should just be able to get. As much of it or not as you want. There should be a main story. There, and if you're going to do side stories, they should be side stories.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if they're truly side stories, as many as you want. Yep. Every title that you've got could have a tie-in, plus whatever other tie-ins you feel like for random other characters that aren't in a main title.
1: But also he says, how many event tie-ins are too many? Six. That's too many. All right. Keep going. <laughs> Niravel, uh, asks... On Twitter, how do you manage to stay as optimistic and loving and just so sweet about superhero comics, despite all the toxicity that there is around it, both from the fandom and outside of it?
0: Uh, So a couple of parts to this response, just because you think it doesn't mean you have to say it and definitely doesn't mean that you have to tweet about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I get bummed out about stuff. I just a lot of times just kind of don't talk about it or just move on. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm so busy outside of comics too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I kind of I will observe the controversy and I'll occasionally talk about it. Our our friend Charlie from the Young Ones. Uh, sometimes I will message them in the morning after I've read X Thing and be like, "Have you seen X Thing?" But that's kind of like the extent of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Until recently, you you really weren't on Twitter, so a lot of this I had to be like, "Well, this is the comics BS that happened today."
0: Right, and you know, I I feel like for the time before I was really on Twitter, and I'm I'm not like super super on Twitter a ton now. It was just like, okay, yeah, people are angry on the internet about something every day. What are people angry about on the internet? It, it it's just it's just a place that people go to vent, mm-hmm. but. I think you just have to have other outlets for your venting because I don't want to put that on other people, but
1: you know. Yeah, we all need an exhaust port installed for <laughs> proper venting.
0: I mean, I've definitely complained to Chris a ton about, yep, yeah, this, is, this is getting canceled. This is also getting canceled. Oh, I found this really great comic I like on Marvel Unlimited. Oh, it was canceled. So, I mean, I feel like... That's my biggest gripe with comics, and I feel like when I see the negative stuff on Twitter, it's more of people's reactions to the negative stuff than the actual negative stuff. I'm like, I just follow the right people. I've really curated this timeline.
1: Yeah, that's that's how you got to do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I guess in comics isn't like my. It might not seem like it, but comics isn't like my only hobby or my only interest.
0: Yeah. I mean, I also see people angry about Magic the Gathering on Twitter.
1: Uh, yeah. People
0: get angry about everything. You just pick and choose what you what you share with the world.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, I get to do it with you, and it's just fun getting to have a partner to talk about comics with and be silly with. Yeah. I think the fact that we, that we make a conscious effort to keep our podcast kind of light and silly kind of helps with my outlook on comics in general. Because comics are they're goofy and kind of kind of silly. And yeah. a lot of times, like, completely out there. So it's really hard to, like, it's really hard to get, like, so serious deep into them when, like, it's a bunch of people wearing silly costumes shooting laser beams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it can be a lot more than that. But if you really want to boil it down to, is it worth getting angry about today?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, it's really easy for me to remember, like, discovering the treasure trove of my dad's adventure comics that he got one in the fifties and just feeling like, Oh my gosh, I've like discovered treasure. And so I guess sometimes I just think of a good comic like treasure I'm rambling on.
0: <laughs> well, that's sweet. All right. Next question uh, comes from Robert Secundus at Robert Secundus on Twitter. And Robert says, could you folks talk a little about comics and parenting? How do you approach constructively sharing your passion with kids when so much of the content is, well, problematic?
1: We just don't give them comics that have that sort of content. Like, we we often, Mm -hmm. you know, we make sure it's kid-appropriate.
0: And there's a treasure trove of Talking about treasure again, treasure trove of comics that are all ages, and they may not be the superheroes that we read about um right. but and there are a they, lot and that there are some that are all ages,
1: but here's the deal. The people on Twitter that that all of us probably see and follow like don't talk about them, yeah, I haven't seen anybody talking about the i d w Marvel comics that are for kids. No one has talked about our kids' favorite comic, Sammy the Squirrel. We literally discovered that at C two E two.
0: Oh my gosh! It was like a whole aisle on Artist Alley of just all ages comics, and they were all right next to each other, and it was fabulous. And there were tons of kids there, and so excited for all of these comics. It was,
1: it was the most packed row. We we literally just went over there because we'd asked Teeny Howard if. She would be willing to give you some scripts because you were interested in teaching some comic scripting in your drama classes. Mm-hmm. And she said that she, you know, she had a bunch of um, stuff that she couldn't share because of content, but also because of like licensing mm-hmm. and she led you to someone who did. And I was just trying to get through the line to talk to that guy about just getting like his email address took forever because there were like mobs of children.
0: Mm-hmm. And it that's w- where we happened upon Sammy the squirrel and a uh, uh, scoot drew us even a little personalized Sammy the squirrel for our son. while Just while we were in line there and th- yeah. those creators are super friendly. There's great content that's out there.
1: Yeah, it's, it is, it's not hard to find. It's just, it's, it's weirdly not
0: It's not visible if you're not looking for it.
1: Right. And it's not strong in superheroes.
0: Yes. Like we have our sweet little, little DC kids books, like Good Night, Batman, or or, or Bedtime for Batman, Batman. Good Morning, morning, Superman. Superman. Oh, there's a Supergirl one. That's the
1: newest one. That's the
0: newest one. I think I bought that. I don't know. I, I don't actually... think you've
1: gotten it out yet, though.
0: <gasps> That's what's in that Amazon envelope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we should read that to Elder Chrysler. Uh
0: huh. But the even if the content in the current comics that are coming out may be problematic, the superheroes themselves and the ideals that they stand for are not. I mean, they yeah, were originally. For the
1: most part. Like, I'm not going to read, like, our kids like The Punisher or anything, but
0: but like yeah, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Supergirl, all the all the things that they stand for, and the the morals that they teach are all relevant for children. I mean, they're for children. It's a very
1: yeah. Now it it, it may not seem like it these days. Um, there, I think it's better than it was. Like in the mid two thousands, everything felt so like. Let's make this. Let's make this adulty. And I feel like it ebbs and flows. And I hope it just never goes back to that. Uh, I talked about it on Twitter the other week that I think eight, like eighty, eighty to ninety percent of superhero books should be for children. Yeah. Oh, or I, by children, I don't mean like dumbed down. I mean like all ages, like universal appeal sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: like those. There used to be a, a series called the Marvel. Marvel superheroes, and they would they had like several things under them that Marvel printed, and then mm-hmm. eventually canceled the line. They were very all ages. They used like sort of like the same art that you'd expect from a super from any sort of superhero book. So it wasn't like kitty art because I think when I was little, I wouldn't have liked something that was like looked like it was for kids. I was like you know eight or nine. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right, and so they did things like that, but and but the stories themselves were not like completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like childish,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so excited for our chryslets to be like old enough to read Unstoppable Wasp or squirrel girl mm-hmm. and and those sorts of things that are books that I love that are absolutely appropriate for all ages,
1: yeah,
0: so yeah i I hope they love comics as much as we do, um, and mm-hmm. if not, we can condition them. <laughs> Brainwashing.
1: Anyway, this next one comes from uh, Matt Perkinsiak on Twitter. Kind of, kind of a completely different question. Favorite pro wrestlers of all time.
0: Okay, Uh, so I am actually, as we record this right now, wearing a Cesaro shirt. I love Cesaro. I also uh, Carmella.
1: Yeah, you do love Carmella.
0: Carmella is Um, <laughs> uh,
1: My favorites of all time. I like Sami Zayn quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's being really underutilized right now. But what are you gonna do? Um, I think my big ones are like Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, and like Becky Lynch. Are
0: Becky's my great. favorite. Mm-hmm.
1: Sasha Banks is up there too. Yeah, I have a lot though. I'm 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 a terrible favorites person. I've been really into in my independent wrestling. Community Shotzi Blackheart, I think she's just great.
0: Uh, A surprise to me that I enjoyed recently at one of our independent wrestling shows was Joey Ryan.
1: Yes, Christy (laughs) very much enjoyed Joey Ryan's spiel. We will not explain it on this All Ages podcast.
0: No, but it was very funny.
1: You were so skeptical. You were the one person who didn't stand up to clap. And by the end, you're like, okay, I like it. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Our next question is from Asimov Fangirl on Twitter. Uh, number one: Which are your favorite comics? This is like a this is maybe the most broad question we've gotten. Right. Uh, like currently,
0: I think let's just we can go through our our current poll list. All right. What am <laughs> I polling right now? Uh, I'll do
1: stuff that hasn't come out yet. <laughs>
0: um, so right now, I'm reading Unstoppable Wasp and. Captain Marvel and uh Squirrel Girl and I have been reading the War of the Realms event. I gave it another chance. You may remember a couple episodes ago I was like, "Eh," and I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm I'm in it now. Jason Aaron's great. We got it." Yep. And then, oh my gosh, what are all the X-Men titles that we're getting right now?
1: We're getting most of the Age of X-Man ones. Most, yeah. So a lot of those. What am I? So, yeah, we're getting Squirrel Girl. I'm reading Justice League, Thor, Immortal Hulk, Avengers, Uncanny X-Men, Green Lantern, Miles Morales, Spider-Man.
0: He reads so much more than me. I don't know
1: how he has time. I guess that's it right now. Yeah, because the rest of these I have on here. I have an app for my pull list. The rest are coming up. Oh, I'm also reading Assassination from Image, which I really, really like. That's from Kyle Starks and Erica Henderson. And uh it has a bunch of comic book creators likenesses in it, and like <laughs> nobody's talking about it, so it's kind of great.
0: Oh, well, I recently read and loved all of paper girls. Yep, That's that was right. awesome.
1: You really liked paper girls
0: uh, and most of you guys all know that I love Spider Woman, uh so I will be getting the strike force uh that will be coming out in starting august september September. Uh, I want it to be sooner.
1: Future Foundation, which starts, I think, in July, we're going to be getting, because that's a Jeremy Whitley.
0: Mm-hmm. He does great stuff.
1: We have this odd habit of sometimes going by characters, but a lot of times going by authors that we like because of comics they did. Like, all of the, the comics that I'm getting, like I like the teams that are yeah. on them. Um, yeah. Almost more so than the characters themselves. Right. Eh, in some ways. Um I'm still reading some a bunch of the Spider-Man stuff.
0: To me it Vinconian. feels more important to get the books of the creators that we like as they're coming out and if there's other stuff that we miss you can always catch them on one of the apps.
1: Right. I you know I just I feel because of the, the nature of comic books I feel very responsible for supporting the books of people that I like especially considering how accessible they all are. Yeah. It is it is wild with comics when you've like like had conversations with tons of the people that write these sorts of things, whereas opposed to like, oh, I like I'm a big Brad Pitt fan. I'm going to go watch. You, know, <laughs> you haven't like hung out with Brad Pitt for 10 minutes. Whereas <laughs> like I think a solid portion of the creators that we get books from we've probably talked to. Right. One way or the other, whether it's online or offline.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Jeremy Whitley was a ton of fun to talk to at C2E22. I think it was his birthday.
1: It was and he was there. We sh- yeah. we should have gotten we should have brought him something. Yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. He also listens to this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe.
1: Classically favorite comics. I really like f- I will always reread Final Crisis, which is an event we'll get to it. Um I've reread it a ton. I really love Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X-Men. I've probably read that three times now. The whole, the whole run through. Um, I like Claremont X-Men. I like old school Jack Kirby stuff. I like X-Force from the 90s. Thank you, Charlie. You read so much more than me. <laughs> I know, I read a ton. I like all of Hickman's stuff. I like a ton of image books. I like a lot of Vertigo. I've read, <laughs> I'm read. i like a liker of things, so this is real, real tough for me. <laughs> Um, Asimov Fangirl also asks, not sure how old are your kids, but do you read comics to them and do you do voices? Um, so our kids are four years old and 13 months as of June, late June, 2019. Mm-hmm. We don't say their names on here because we want to keep a modicum of privacy. That's in case you've ever wondered why we don't do that. Mm-hmm. They're Elder Chrislet and Baby Chrislet.
0: Yeah. They're they're Chris and Chris. Sure. Well, they're Chris Litz. Right. Their names are not actually Chris. No. I, I'm being silly. Yes. I'm making a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're all named Chris. All of us.
1: <laughs> it makes things very confusing. Uh,
0: but do we do voices? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no other way that I know how to read.
1: Uh, yeah. And especially, like, Sammy the Squirrel, you do tons of different voices, and I try my best, but after, like, the eighth character, I start to mix them up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I, I was reading um, after New Comic Book Day, I got Elder Chris Lit, um, an IDW Star Wars Adventures comic that was for Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. I tried to do the Han Solo voice, and I felt like I kind of
0: nailed it. And third times a charm. Our next question comes from Play Comics Cast on uh, Twitter. Once again, Chris Osborne and. I think this one is just a me question because he asks, what is the go-to editing snack? Uh, and the answer is, I'm too much of a mess to eat anything while I'm editing. I would get it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just snacks in general, yes. Favorite snack, yes. I love them all. I love chocolate. I love peanut m ms Yep. Peanut M&Ms are are fabulous and I can't keep them in the house.
1: Christy loves food. That's one of the I There's like love a, food so much. There's a <laughs> there's a running joke in our family that Christy has these very primal desires which are like food and drink and like
0: I just need my very basic needs met and those yeah. are pretty much my favorite things. You <laughs> you like, like food, drinks, sleeping, dancing. Drink, sleep, dancing. Yeah. Yep. Uh
1: If I I think if I started a big fire, you'd probably like that too. Mm-hmm.
0: You know I, I talked about my happy place fantasy being just, like, a sunny spot with fountains and lots and lots of trays of yeah. fruit. <laughs>
1: Christy's like a cave woman who's, like, thousands of years too late.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Our next question comes from at Darth Oni on Twitter, who asks, Will you be doing small annual crossovers from back when they did annuals? So... Christie, uh, once upon a time, they used to do annual crossovers. So you know, like an annual comic, they'll do like a big, thicker, yeah. once a year. Yeah. It is never. It never seems to be at a particular time. They just show up. Well, in the nineties, at least Marvel did these. I'm not sure if DC did these, where so like all of the X annuals in a line would be one story that would be like a big cr- crossover. Oh, the origin of Shatterstar happened in it's called or called shatter shot i believe mm.
0: well if a patron suggests it or commands it we'll do it
1: very soon we'll do it but i will probably do some they're kind of wild some some of them are hard to find digitally so that'll maybe be the only thing that really inhibits
0: us mm. if the patron says it it must be so it must be so it must be so <laughs> we are
1: sl- slaves <laughs> to the almighty dollar
0: uh, uh yeah, so definitely not off the table. Yeah, our next question comes from.
2: Your days of audio recording are numbered. Whoa! What was that? Uh,
0: I don't. I don't know. The recording just kind of cut out. Don't worry, I'll I'll fix it in editing. Quick, you two need to come with me now. The fate of the podcast depends on it. Reverse, Christy. I should have known you'd be behind this. No. I promise. This isn't my doing. It's his. Whose? I'll explain later. But you have to trust- Hurry! He's getting closer!
1: She does look really scared. Maybe we should go with her?
0: I don't know. She's done so many terrible- If you come with me now, there'll be food. Food? I am hungry.
1: What's the worst that could happen?
0: Let's go!
2: Whoa, 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 you brought us
0: here? Ooh, unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks.
1: Christy, no, you know it's a trap. (laughs)
0: Breadsticks are so good.
1: Reverse Christy, what is going on? Why would you bring us here?
0: So you know you can trust me.
1: Trust you? But this dimension is the worst. The dipping sauces cost extra.
0: It's not ideal, true, but when we're here, we're family. And families can't lie to each other.
1: What do you mean, we we can't lie?
0: It's part of his Gospitaliano here. No lies between family, and we're all family. Try it. Try to tell a lie.
1: Okay. The best X-Man is... Cyclops. Wow, you're right.
0: I think next, I'll try the Minestrone. Oh, And can I order the Alfredo dipping sauce?
1: Alright, hurry, we're losing Christy. What is going on?
0: It's the Antipoditor. The what? The Antipoditor. He's the ruler of a universe with no podcasts. No No podcasts?!
1: podcasts? And
0: she's back. Oh, how many breadsticks did I eat? The Antipoditor won't be satisfied until he's destroyed every podcaster... On every universe.
1: But why would you care about podcasters being destroyed? Don't you enjoy making Christy miserable all the time anyway?
0: I still haven't gotten the mustard stain out of that dress. I know it was you. True. But I myself am a podcaster.
2: No! No!
0: What is your
1: podcast?
0: Undercovers. Discussing the juiciest details of the most steamy comic romances. That's a pretty good name. I know. My hundredth episode is due to come out next week, and it's all about the most pure and true example of love in comic history, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy? Wow! I'll need to subscribe. No. Harley Quinn and the Joker.
1: Ugh. Even if we do decide to believe your story about this antipoditor, what on earth could we do to stop him? We're not comic book heroes, we just read them.
0: About that. I have an idea. Whoa! How do you keep doing that? We just keep hopping dimensions. A girl's gotta have her secrets. Alright, we're going to the 24th floor. What's on the 24th floor? The Big Dog. The Editor-in-Chief. Editor-in-Chief of what? Of Marvel Comics.
1: How is the editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics supposed to help us defeat the Antipoditor?
0: You said you needed powers, right? Yes? How do you think I got my super speed? The big dog calls all the shots. Who lives and dies? Who gets powers and is depowered? If there's anyone that could help us defeat the Antipoditor, it's her. Her? I've been expecting you. Uh, wait, what? No. (laughs) This is just a bit we do. You're telling me in this universe I am the editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics? Of course, dear.
1: Wow, are these Hickman's charts? You mean the X-Men are really going to- Focus!
0: The antipoditor is a serious threat to us. To us? How does getting rid of podcasts affect you? Do you have any idea how much of our content is shaped by influential comics podcasters? It's a creative goldmine.
1: Wow, that's really a thing?
0: Plus, I've been looking forward to the hundredth episode of Undercovers for months. Why, thank you. But can you really give us powers? My editorial power is limitless in this universe.
1: Wow, okay, so can I fly?
0: No. Super strength?
1: No. So, uh, not that limitless then, huh?
0: Do you want to defeat the antipoditor? Of course. Then trust me, behind these doors are your costumes. We don't have time to waste.
1: Uh, are you sure this is it? It's just a striped polo and khaki cargo shorts. I have the same pair at home.
0: Oh, my goodness. A woman definitely designed this. There's pockets. And they're huge! Wow! I could fit anything in these. They don't even mess with the silhouette. Perfect. This is exactly what my dice rolls indicated would be the most successful takes on your superhero identities.
1: I have to admit, I don't really feel like a superhero in this.
0: These pockets are great. I'll never need to carry a
1: purse again. It is a little chilly, though. If you're cold, you should just go stand in the corner.
0: What? Why?
1: The corner is 90 degrees.
0: Uh, ow! Ow, That was more painful than usual. Wow, I don't even know what came over me. That was bad. Careful, Chris. You are the master of dad jokes now.
1: My superpower is dad jokes? You can't be serious.
0: I am very serious.
1: Hi, very serious. I'm Chris.
0: Ow! Careful! Your dad jokes literally inflict pain now. So, uh, what's my superpower? If you could have anything at all in your pockets right now, what would be? Hmm. Whoa! A to-go bag! With breadsticks! And dipping sauce? How on earth did this fit in my pocket? Wait. Do I have Mary Poppins' pockets? You'll always be able to find exactly what you need in those pockets. This is truly the greatest gift. Thank you. What did I tell you? The big dog is pretty incredible.
1: I guess. I'm still not really sure how the power of dad jokes will help defeat the antipoditor.
0: Oh, my goodness. A hair tie and brush exactly when I needed them most. I'm in heaven. But you're right. If we don't even know how to defeat the antipoditor, I don't know how pulling the items I most desire out of my pockets will help. We're here. Oh, wow. It's really dark and echoey. What is this place? Throw that brush. What? Just do it. (coughs) (coughs)
1: Cthud! Whoa,
0: I saw that. The lettering. It was just like a comic book. Welcome To the sound effects theater. Wow. Sucker punch! Ouch! What was that for? I'm trying to help you. (laughs) Sorry, I just really like sound effects.
1: So does this room just help us to visualize our sound effects? What good does that do?
0: The bigger the sound effect, the more powerful your attacks. You need to visualize each attack in the biggest, boldest font you can. We don't have long... So we'll need to do this training in a sound effects montage. SWAT! crack a
2: bow! Ka-tang! smack Wham! Grrrr-drush! giggle doo! it down!
0: Puss-smack! Wow! That was incredibly satisfying.
1: Yeah, I think we might actually be ready.
0: That's good, because I think he's found us.
1: Not quite, but I think I can help. It's you! Yeah, but don't worry. We can set aside our differences for now. The Antipoditor is an even bigger threat to the future than you. Hey Slim, nice shorts. Uh, thanks. I'm not going to lie, it's a nice change of pace to have another me around. Plus, we can use all the help we can get. You betcha. But first, you, uh, got your phone handy? Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm getting service, though, in the whatever this place is. Darn. I was hoping to catch just one more cat video. Does a body good.
0: Oh, hold on! Here, try this! How did you
1: get a working phone in this dimension?
0: Pockets.
1: Oh... Oh my, he's just too sleepy. That little head just nodding off. Ah, oh. oh my, thank you. All right, I think it's about time.
0: Time for what? It's time to enter
2: the war zone. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the following matches are four versus
0: one elimination match.
2: Entering the ring, we have the master of the antipodverse, the hater of fun, and destroyer of your listening pleasure, the Antipoditor. And that can't be
0: fear, I see in the eyes of the champs. The Chrises, made up of Christy, Reverse Christy, Chris, and Old Man Chris. An unlikely foursome, if I've ever seen one.
2: This may look like a no-win scenario for the Antipoditor, but let me tell you, this
0: being's a hoss. He's gonna give him a run for their money. And there's the bell! Oh my lord! Reverse Christie has taken it to that malignant menace with some furious rights and lefts. And here he comes off the top rope! It's old Chris! Didn't think that old man had it in him!
2: It. He's a seasoned veteran and he's ready to- Oh no! Wow. Wow. The anti gotten him with a big kick. He calls it the pop filter! Right in
0: that old man's glass jaw. Ugh!
2: By God, that man has an empty nest family. And old Chris has been eliminated. Oh no! And the anti-podder is clearing house. Swap! The smack! He's hit Chris and Christy with big clotheslines, throwing them out of the ring. I, I am, am eternal, eternal noiselessness. The empty drone at the core of all things. When you yawn in your car, it is the antipotator that you see.
0: It's reverse Christie all alone in there. Oh, she's pointing behind him. Oh my God, that dork is looking behind him. The oldest trick in the book. My kind of woman. Oh, what's that? She's going for a gut
2: shot. Oh no, he barely even noticed. Look at the look in that being's eyes! It's pure evil! Oh no! He's picked her up in the air! It's his anti-grav chokeslam! The dead air! Uh, uh,
0: oh jeez. I should've just sat this one out. Wacko a That's it! She's out!
2: What are the Chrises going to do? They're climbing back into the ring but they look haggard!
0: Sweetheart, I don't know if we're gonna win this one.
1: Come on, Christy. We got this one. Plus, we still have our
0: superpowers. Oh, that's right. Let's see what I can find in these pockets. Oh, neat. A laser cannon.
1: Your power's so much cooler than mine.
2: Enough mildly pleasant chatter that usually lasts around an hour. I will destroy your podcasts. All podcasts everywhere.
0: Yeah. Let's see if you stack up to infinite pockets. Punch you! Punch you! Beset!
1: Hey, antipoditor, what time do you need to go to the dentist after I kick you right in the mouth? That's right, two thirty.
2: Smack that me. Oh uh, this isn't over yet. Time to edit this track.
0: N- what the heck happened? Chris and Christy are all beaten up all of a sudden. That
2: dastardly antipoditor, he deleted the next five minutes of audio. The five minutes in which the Chrises were going to beat him. And in that skip, he's beaten them all to heck. Uh, Uh,
0: I feel awful.
2: I think I've been
1: punched like 46 times. You
2: fools! I control this sound here. You can't possibly beat me. Oh dear lord, he's going for the cover on Chris! Wait just a second! Who's that at the top of the ramp? Oh man, looks like we got here just in time. Let's make this a true event crossover. It's Chris Sims from War Rocket Ajax and Chris Osborne from Play Comics! The Antipoditor can't believe it! He stopped the cover! No! My only weakness... Too many tracks to edit! They're running towards the ring! Sims has given the antipoditor the business with some furious blows! He calls this one, the beats are back!
0: Wham, boom! Pow! And Osborn has gotten the antipoditor upside down! He's going for his patented pile driver! The no continues! <laughs> you guys came! How did you know we were in trouble?
2: Well, obviously, something didn't feel right. We can always tell when comic chrises are in need. Well, we sure are glad to see you. You think we can take him now? Brother, we absolutely can. Let's send this guy to the bottom of the charts.
0: Christy's pulled out a big comically oversized mallet! She's walloped the antipoditor!
2: I'm tired of this
1: nonsense! Oh yeah? You're tired? Well,
2: I'm Chris... Awful dog! He's down! And the four
0: chrises are going to the top!
1: Antipoditor, as long as there's crossovers.
0: And weird continuity.
2: And video game tie-ins. We'll be here.
0: To, to talk, talk about, about comics! comics! We've never seen this! All four off the top rope! It's the Christening! crack go
2: The cover! No! No! They've done it! They've saved the podverse! And the antipoditor's been banished to his anechoic realm of silence! Oh my gosh, we did it!
0: Chris Sims. Chris Osborne. We couldn't have done it without you.
2: No problem at all. We were happy to just, gest- um, uh, help-,
1: help you out. Well, <laughs> we really appreciate you helping us stop the end of the podcast universe. Well, I have about, uh, 16 more episodes to record this week, so I'm
2: gonna head out. Yeah, these horrible Super Nintendo games aren't gonna play themselves.
0: Until next guest spot?
2: Absolutely. Bye, Chrisus. Bye!
1: Oof, Christy, this got real weird. Hey,
0: where did Reverse
1: Christy and Future Me go?
0: Uh, they always seem to just turn up sometime. I'm sure we'll see them again. Ugh.
1: Well, I'm sore all over. Maybe we should wrap this episode up?
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, readers, thank you for joining us for our um, audio drama (laughs) version.
0: Audio drama? What do you mean? That happened totally organically.
1: (laughs) Thank you for joining us on our adventure (laughs) that happened to coincide with the uh, two-year anniversary of our podcast.
0: Uh,
1: We love that we've been doing this two years with you all.
0: Yeah, we very much enjoyed all of the friends that we've made along the way. Getting to know all of you, talk with you. You know, when you're an adult, you don't like hang out with friends. You just have a podcast and then talk to to people that listen to you on Twitter. Yeah,
1: you can have weird (laughs) parasocial relationships. Well, if you wanted to get a hold of us before our next episode, we are at Chris's Pod on Twitter and Facebook.
0: You can email us at chrissoninfiniteearths at gmail.com.
1: You can give to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash pod, And our Ko-fi is www.ko-fi.com slash earths.
0: You can find the links in the show notes.
1: Yeah. When I set those up, I definitely should have made them easier. <laughs> well, readers, thank you for listening to us. The fact that we have as many listeners as we do is kind of incredible, and we really appreciate every second that you've spent with us.
0: And until next time...
1: Slay your enemies, and all you desire shall be yours.